You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day for Friday, January 1st. Happy! Happy New Year, everybody! I hope you had a great uh, and safe celebrations uh, last night, and hopefully we can ring things in in the new year with a great podcast to start off 2021, guys. Of course, as always, I am your host, Javier Reyes, of this here Lockdown Padres podcast. Check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno, which is spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. If you feel so inclined, please hit me up on there. I love hearing back from you guys and give your little observations and making funny tweets and all that. Uh, I'd love to get back to you. And... Um, I was planning, it's funny because I, I've said multiple times, I was planning on doing an end of the year mailbag, but because, you know, AJ Preller murdered me, AJ Preller, he decided to go crazy on the league that got a, a little bit postponed. So we'll save that for the new year. Just another thing for you guys to look forward to. Uh, but for today's podcast, guys, for today's podcast, I'm talking with Sean Sears of Locked on Cubs. Very interesting. We're talking about you, Darvish. And everything in between. You guys are going to get part one of that today and then part two of that either on Monday or Tuesday. And I'll at the end of the podcast, stay tuned and I'll tell you about uh, some other things that will be coming up on the podcast. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff is coming up uh, in the future. So trust, trust me. Trust me. Like Preller, trust me. I almost messed that up, uh, but I think it kind of fits. Uh, anyway, without further ado, guys, let's go. All right, everybody. That we're continuing this. It should be locked on AJ Preller, honestly, right now for this week. Uh, we are continuing that. It's not me rambling into the microphone today about how I want AJ Preller to slice my organs into a million pieces with Beyblades and sell them to Shrek, whatever it is. I'm, I'm not doing anything like that today. Instead, I'm being joined by Mr. Sean Sears of Locked On Chicago Cubs. How are you doing, sir? Mm, I'm uh I've been better I <laughs> um this was a rough trade I uh I went from thinking like I was going to be upset with the return of like CJ Edwards and some prospects to being like oh my god I'll take Cronworth like just give us someone I know yeah. so when we got this deal and it was a bunch of prospects and Zach Davies I was kind of like well this was apparently our best trade asset, and this is the best we could do. So that's pretty much a bummer. But I'm excited for you, Darvish. I think that'll be awesome to see him go play for a team like San Diego on the West Coast. Um, I know that fan base is going to be super excited to have him out there. Just seeing the stuff they were doing with like Tatis and whatnot, it's going to be cool. But um, yeah, this trade was a this is a tough tough one to swallow for Cubs fans. Yeah, for sure, dude. I I, I could understand from your perspective. Obviously, I'm out of my mind, but. First, let's talk about because I always like doing this whenever a trade happens. Obviously, it's like, where, first of all, where were you? Like, what was that moment like when you saw the trade? Because this one, in fairness, this one wasn't like as snap fingers it happened as I think the Blake Snell one was. This one was like, I'd say for like the whole day for the most part, but still like go through kind of your mind process, I guess, hearing about the trade and your initial kind of reaction of, you know, who the, the Cubs got in return in this case. Yeah, definitely. So I, um, I, I'd been talking with some, some buddies and some reporters throughout, and we, we just kind of been getting the feeling throughout that day that something was coming about. We, we got some like 
rumors were starting to get more serious. Like after Christmas, I remember there was like, I think Dennis Lynn reported something saying like that the Cubs and Padres had been talking. So it's like, okay, if they're talking after Christmas, a deal's probably coming. So I was expecting a trade. So throughout the day, I was just kind of looking through all the packages. And like I was saying, like, I was thinking like, okay, I can, I can live with CJ, CJ Abrams coming back for, for Darvish <laughs> and maybe some parts yeah. or like, I like uh, Robert Hassel I heard was thrown around. I was like, okay, that's cool. He's mm-hmm. a first round pick. Like I, I can get behind those things. So then when I was talking to, I think it was Robert Murray from fan sided a little bit. And he was kind of telling me, I, I like asked him about some of the pack or prospects that were coming out. I was like, what? It was like, do you think this is possible? And he just replied back. He's like, yeah, so far I've heard none of these names in this, in this package. And so I was like, oh crap, this is going to, this is going to get weird. And so that trade like officially broke probably was like eight or nine o'clock here in Chicago. And I was just sitting on my couch and I'm just kind of reading through the trade. And I like look up at my girlfriend who has not knows nothing about baseball, like knows <laughs> I love the Cubs. And I just like, I wanted to vent. I wanted to get super pissed off, but like, I can't be like, I can't believe this traded you Darvish for mm-hmm. like, you know, R- Reginald Preciado or whoever, like a really good prospect, but like, you know, like my girlfriend has no idea what I'm talking about. So I was just like yeah, yeah. fuming, pissed off. They just mm-hmm. traded Darvish for a lottery ticket. So it was a, it was a tough, tough day in terms of like going from like, like I was already like kind of disappointed they were trading Darvish. So like, as the news just kept coming out, it just kept getting more worse. So I was like, well, I mean, I guess I'll just hold on and see what happens. And the initial reaction, I was like, what the hell? But um, <laughs> afterwards, I uh, afterwards I started looking through these prospects. And I, I honestly, I think the Cubs may have found some decent guys. I don't know if they'll be – I don't think they've uncovered the next Fernando Tatis. Um, I yeah. mean, it would be pretty funny because another thing to make fun of the White Sox about. But um, I, honestly, like, I mean, you, you, you take it for what it is. These guys could be good. They, they, they could not be They're 17 and 19 and 20 years old. So there's some time going on there, but the trade itself, like, I don't hate the prospects. I, I think they're interesting. It's just uh it's a bummer that that's what you get back for a near Cy Young season for Darvish. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine that part of it might just be because of the age and the contract, which was, mm-hmm. I was surprised to see that the, the Cubs are going to eat some of the deal, which I was like, okay, on top of that. It's funny because after the Snell trade happens and then after uh, the Padres signing Hassan Kim. Uh, I immediately, my first thought was, I wonder if because they just got that extra bat, that they might be more willing to deal Myers or Cronenworth. Those are the only two that I can imagine. Right. Um, like I, I don't think Fam. Like I don't, I don't think there's anyone else that would really fit that. Uh, and Myers, I was like, I was coming to peace with it. I was like, look, he's been so much fun this year. He's, I mean, mm. even when he's not good, he's still like a fun kind of personality. He's a little bit of a goof, famously. Uh, just uh, yeah. just roasting Andy Green on a Twitch stream and then being like, oh, 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 like if he went to the Cubs, the uh, oh, yeah, man, I know. That's I, what really I was under- thinking, I was like, that's our bench coach, man. I think <laughs> <laughs> would have been truly like a <laughs> type of thing, but that didn't happen. And Cronenworth, that one I would have been less at peace with just because the, the money was just like, I mean, he just came up this year, you're gonna that, that's like probably if you just look at his one of the better second base contracts in the league, if he sticks to what he was, what he did this year, granted it was a short right. sample size, um, but just he's cost nothing. What does it cost? Like 400 K. I don't even know. Uh, so that's going to be nothing compared to what he probably should be making. Cause he was a surprise breakout. That's what happened. So I was going to be surprised by that, but man, I mean, and also let me ask you, this is a little bit of a, a tough transition, but you know, first of all, they also got Caratini in the deal. We should probably mention that. 
Yeah, um, Vic, Vic is awesome. Was, you guys will like him. Yeah, a lot yeah. Too. It, it was fun to see the the tweet where he sent Darvish <laughs> the thing. He's like, "Oh man, bye," and then he's like, "You too." <laughs> like I just love. It's like, oh my god, and no one told me this guy's Puerto Rican. No one's not Darvish. Yeah. No one told me that. So I am losing it. Uh, I'm really upset that I didn't feel like figure that out until like a couple hours ago. And guys, I just got to take a little bit of a break of our conversation uh, with Sean here to talk to you about some very, a very important thing. Are you ready for playoff football? Are you ready for, for college football, maybe? And all the ridiculous bowls that they've got going up. The big matchups for basketball are starting to come up. I know that the marquee games of the NBA season haven't been great, you know, but still... Still, all that being said, guys, there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. That is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. You know, just in terms of me, what I'll be watching. Not that, like, I'm an expert or anything, but, you know, I'm looking at that line between the Cardinals and the Rams. The Rams are plus three and a half, like, according to betonline.ag. I don't know. The Rams have just been playing terrible football lately, and I don't trust them. And Jared Goff, like... One of those guys that just comes into the game and might stink it up, like, immediately. Like, you can tell from, like, the first quarter. So, I don't know if that line is a little bit too low or whatnot. Uh, and then also, just for basketball today, I'm going to be watching the Hawks and the Nets. And I know that the 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 wise thing to do is to bet on the Nets because the Nets are quite good right now. But I just think that they're still figuring some things out. And, you know, maybe as a regular season team, they might be one of those teams that isn't going to quite be super, super dominant, at least at the beginning. So look into some of those prop bets by uh, for the Hawks and see see if you're intrigued by any of the numbers of maybe the Hawks winning that one. Trey could just go nuts, you know, and they have improved that team a little bit with uh, Gallinari especially. So I don't know, just, just, just some things. But even though I do not have necessarily the best advice, guys, in the world still, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. The other thing about this, though, I think that's important to discuss is, and this was kind of the conversation after the race trade, too. And I think it's more interesting given it's the Cubs, which probably next to Boston, the Yankees, and the Dodgers are probably one of the four largest markets. This kind of you also got Zach Davies, by the way, which we, we, we'll, we'll get to Zach Davies in a second. But yeah. this trade being and this team fire like doing a whole fire sale and, and seemingly not really trying to compete for next year is really odd and it's kind of a trend that's going on it's the sport right now where it's just there's a lot of teams that are like yeah let's there's a couple teams i should say that are going for it like the mets well yeah the mets are going for it. i forgot that they got Sherman. um i was about to say like it's been all talk no action from the mets for a little yeah. bit but no it did get Stroman. i forgot about that and they i assume george springer but and then the padres obviously yeah. they're they've executed order 66 on the league what do you? What was it like? And also with the Darvish apparently not even being notified of the trade, what is it kind of feeling like yeah. to the Chicago fan base right now? Like, what is it like for them in terms of just the the kind of the optics of the whole situation? Yeah, I mean, fans are pissed. Just <laughs> to put it to put it as like as as bluntly as I can, they are pissed. And uh, I think what really is frustrating, and we were talking about this in my podcast yesterday, is like, um, you know, the Cubs have gone through this whole big rebuild, but not only were they rebuilding their team, they were just kind of rebuilding Wrigley Field and the, the idea of what being a Cubs fan is. And they changed that now after winning this World Series. But along with those changes on the field came like changes to Wrigley Field, renovations around the park. And 
the whole kind of selling point behind all this is like, hey, we know we're kind of taking somewhat of like the mystique of being at Wrigley Field or whatnot. There's going to forever be people that are like, oh, it's a bummer that we can't like go do whatever stupid thing they used to do around Wrigleyville, like, you know, get drunk and sit in the alley or something like that, you know, whatever, like something dumb. They're, they're upset about that, but like they, they've really kind of just changed the way it feels to be in Wrigleyville. It's just very commercialized and different. And I think every fan was kind of okay with that because the idea was that the Cubs are building essentially this like self-sustaining business that they've got their own TV network deal. They've got a hotel right next to the stadium. The biggest thing for fans that were coming out of town is we can't stay near the ballpark. We have to commute places. Now there's literally a stadium or a, 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 a hotel that looks over Wrigley Field. They've got parking all over the place, amenities left and right. Starbucks, uh, Starbucks got closed, but there used to be a Starbucks right next to Wrigley. Weirdly, a Harley Davidson, just like random stuff. Um, <laughs> Wait, make sense. Like, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. There is like, so like Wrigley Field, like Wrigley uh, Field is right here. Let's say this is like the marquee. Right down over here is a Harley Davidson. So like facing Wrigley Field where fans get out, they can like go buy a chopper. I don't know. It's like super super random but <laughs> love that i have no idea uh, let's yeah. put a let's put Make, an ep games next to the petco field next time let's do that <laughs> oh my god yeah, it's so dumb but like so and they're trying to put together put together like a sports booking area and and, and wrigley and whatnot and so the yeah. whole idea was that this stuff would come in so the cubs would never have to rebuild again mm-hmm. and here we are nine years later from this rebuild and jed hoyer mm-hmm. just traded your ace for prospects who are not expected to be up here until 2024 at the mm-hmm. earliest so like it's a it's a tough pit to swallow because realistically, like the Cubs thought, I mean, this is supposed to be another like the Cubs fought tooth and nail for Chris Bryant's stupid 2021 arbitration year to yeah. be extended. So, I mean, they went through this whole litigation mm-hmm. process and the grievance or whatnot to fight for this year. And they kick it off by punting and trading their best asset for not only like trades, but like you Darvish was the biggest reason the Cubs are probably going to win the division in 2021. If I, if I had to guess, like if there was a reason why the Cubs would win that division, it's because you Darvish pitched really well again. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's gone and you replaced him with Zach Davies, who's not bad, but you solved the, you, you, you solved somewhat of a need. You needed back end rotation help, but you also created an even bigger need with, with obviously front end rotation help. So like they're, they're clearly punting on 2021 and that fans aren't going to take that at all because I mean, we suffered through two ninety a hundred lost season before the Cubs started getting good. And, you know, we had all these prospects come up and it, it's just, uh, ultimately comes down to the Cubs don't want to spend money could have easily fixed this if they just spent a little bit of money and they have like you said they are one of the biggest markets in baseball even if fans aren't showing up like the rickets aren't poor they just sold tv trade for 26 billion dollars like (laughs) what 26 billion dollars like that's a number um like it's just nonsense. Like they, they have plenty of money to do this. It just comes down to that. Uh, Tom Ricketts and the ownership group doesn't want to spend money out of their pocket to, uh, to basically offset some of the losses the Cubs are having on the baseball operation side. And it's tough because we were kind of promised throughout the changing of Wrigley that this would never really be an issue because they were creating this. And, you know, it's exactly it's happening all over again. So Hoyer made a comment today saying he didn't think they were rebuilding and that they could possibly be competing or they thought he could be really competitive in 2021 uh, unless they make some crazy moves to improve for the now too as well as the future uh, I, I would expect the Cubs to just try as hard as they can to continue to lower their pay, their payroll but it's kind of crazy we sit here man like your Padres are paying way like close to 20 million more 
on the year for payroll than the Chicago Cubs yeah, are. Like what, 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 like where, what, what, like mm-hmm. what, am I taking crazy pills? Like what just happened? <laughs> and cut everybody that about does it for part one of my conversation with Sean Sears of Locked On Cubs. Uh, really, really fun. Uh, talking about all this Darvish stuff and talking, just, just talking baseball. whatnot. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, but before we get into what's coming up on the podcast on my end, I want to take a little second guys. Let me tell you about something. Let me tell you about something real important. 2020, you know, it's mercifully, thank the Lord, it's over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to the Locked On Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, NBA, college football, probably college basketball too. All winter log, they will be making all these picks. So subscribe to the Locked on Bets podcast wherever you get your podcast from. It doesn't matter where. Check that out. Really good podcast coming from the network. A really cool initiative that they're starting up. And uh, it's a hit. They've also been hitting on a lot of their picks, by the way. I'm not just like saying this to like promote the thing. Like they've actually been really right on a lot of their like signature bets of the day. You know, so shout out to those two. They, they've been killing it so far. So definitely go to them for all your betting advice. In terms of my podcast, however, uh, like I said, part two of this will come out on either Monday or Tuesday, whichever day I'm feeling. You know, I mean, whatever day I'm feeling. Because like I said, guys, we're moving to three shows a week because it is the off season now, kind of officially. Uh, and then I still have on the dock a conversation with Stacey Gatsoulias of Locked On Yankees about the CC Sabathia documentary. I've got part three of my chat with Gabrielle, which... Uh, let's. There's a slight chance I don't put that out because it has been a while, and maybe it's uh maybe it's outgrown its its kind of worth. Maybe it's a little bit irrelevant right now. But I remember we were talking about some general baseball things, so maybe it isn't. So so keep an eye on the doc for that. Uh, still got the top 20 moments of the 2020 Padres. I already did the first five like last week, and uh you know there might be some edits that need to be made. I'm not gonna go back and redo all of them, but at the end I'm going to definitely like mention that there was. Some other things after Preller made his moves that maybe affect the list a little bit, but still, it's it's still going to be a lot of fun uh, going through all of that. I'm going to be talking talking to David of Lockdown Chargers to celebrate the end of the 20. Uh, 20 seats with 2021 uh, Chargers season. Probably gushing about Justin Herbert again. That should be a fun football kind of crossover. I also talked to uh, Millard Thomas the other day of Locked On Diamondbacks uh, to talk just. All things. We went like really off. Like we talked for like like almost an hour. It was nuts. And it was just such a fun conversation that even though it is kind of maybe a little bit of a repeat because we talked about the trade deadline, we talked about it, but it's so fun. And so I was just off the wall, I think, on this one. And Miller and I were just we're just talking about all things baseball. So I think that'll be really fun uh, for you guys to look forward to in the in the little bit of a distant future. But still, those are just some of the things you guys can look forward to for the podcast to start off 2021 and beyond until maybe AJ Preller makes another trade and then I have to push those things out back. But uh, with that all being said, guys, that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Himalaya, Overcast, whatever it is, just search it up. You know the deal. Come on, just search it on up. And if you by any chance are on Apple Podcasts, uh, send me some five-star reviews. Uh, I really appreciate that. To start off the new year, that'd be very nice. Get that rating a little bit up. You know, I'd really appreciate that, guys. Follow the show or myself on Twitter. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful. My very faithful homies, take care.